The Plant Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town. Welcome back to the Plant Powered Show Pop-Up Podcast. And it's great to have you along for the ride. This, of course, the ultimate destination for anyone seeking advice on plant-based products and looking to reduce their environmental footprint while still enjoying a vibrant and fulfilling life. My name is Sean. It's great to have you along. And uh, I'm joined in our pop-up studio today by Elisha Madzivadondo. Did I get that close? You did it correct? Was it spot on? It's on spot on. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it's like you are, you've got a Shona accent. Oh, fantastic. A Shona accent. Imagine me like that. You are from Zimbabwe. So that, that feels like a really big compliment for you to say that to me. Uh, and your journey is, has been well documented all over the place, Elisha. Um, Thank you. We will definitely speak about uh, how it is that uh, Sunshine Food Co. came to being and what led you there. Um, but I want to I want to tackle first off being a, a vegan and eating plant based um, in a household maybe that I don't know whether they were receptive or not. What was that like for you growing up? Because you've been plant based for a very long time, haven't you? Yeah, I've been a plant based a very long time. Um, I give the credit to my grandmother, who I lived with uh, only her last days, and she was passionate about seed. She wouldn't allow any seed to be left on the ground. She would kneel down, pick every seed. And um, the other way also of preserving seed, which I learned from here, was to soak it in water. And then when it has sprouted a little bit, and then she would dry it. And then, and then as it was that sprouting comes a long way. And also it's African mm. to, to sprout. And um, that I found it very fascinating. So from there... I had the support of, of my grandfather, of my grandmother, who actually was plant-based. So it was nice to take refuge, mm. uh, to stay with her. Okay. Uh, because in my, with, my par- with my parents, it was difficult to live my life. Right. So, yeah, it's, 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 it, very helped, it, it really helped me to respect seed. Okay. And you were telling me a little earlier that um, as far as your parents are concerned, I mean, there's where was going to be meat on the plate which needed to be consumed. How did you get around that? Well, my, bro- my brothers were covering me up. <laughs> <laughs> so they took care of that for you. They took care of all, all of that for me. So no questions will be asked. <laughs> oh, excellent. You've worked in a guest house prior to opening uh, a Sunshine Food Co. You worked as a butler and you were telling me that that was a really good foundation, but you had this deep down passion, this desire to follow a different path. Is that how it came about? Yes, because I worked as a butler for 10 years Mm -hmm. and um, I was comfortable. But it came a time when, you know, there's a time when you say on a certain job, you don't take instructions. And then I wanted to protect the relationship between me, my employer and everything because I was kind of like weighed down. Okay. And then um, after seeing all these things, what made me to go plant-based, like to, to take it up as a business, was each time I book my guests for a restaurant or I book them for, to eat out at the hotel, they would come back disappointed because the places that actually list they've got vegan, it's not vegan. Uh, yes, so there will be feta there. So there was kind of like um, disappointment. So each time, so it came to a point where I'll tell my guests that guys in South Africa, there's no vegan place. So, so 
you, you, you have to make your own or I have to make them. So many times I was making them there. So it didn't start 2013, it started way back where some guests were comfortable for, for them to make, for that I make them vegan food. Then, then I discovered that there's a opportunity here that I can go out there and then make um, myself uh, a living through vegan food. Very entrepreneurial of you, Elisha. Very well spotted, seeing a gap in, in the market. And would you say, I don't know if you'd agree with me here, but this, the plant-based movement really does seem to have gained a lot of momentum in the last decade or so. And you're talking about 2013. Has it gained a lot of momentum for you? Has it been going for a lot longer, do you think? You're saying already you were looking for restaurants for guests to go and visit. It feels like there are a lot more options now. But do you agree with the fact that the momentum has gained or could we still be doing a lot more to push it in the right direction? Yeah, I agree with you. You know, when you say vegan, when you say plant-based, I think plant-based is more acceptable. When you say vegan, people who actually uh, associate you like a cult. <laughs> I understand. So the plant-based uh, name is acceptable. Sure. Because people, it's easily for them to, to come out and say, I'm plant-based. But to say vegan, then, then, because, you know, remember, if you look back, people who are vegan, they, they live a certain lifestyle, you know, like um, sort of appealing. Uh, it, it really, it looks like a cult. Uh, the food is not tasty. So when you say vegan, people say, then I'll need a glass of water when you eat vegan food. Then, you see, so I wanted to change that mindset. I want Good. to change that perception that the vegan food is not tasty, there's no protein and, and stuff like that. Because I really knew that, because I've already studied, I've already read articles about sprouts and microgreens being offering the best uh, plant protein. And this brings us back then to what you were saying about your grandmother and soaking seeds and seeing the sprouts come up. So that's, it's part of your DNA almost. It's something that you grew up seeing and, and understanding. And I'll full circle an opportunity for you to bring that back to people that didn't understand that concept around being plant-based and, and less restrictive maybe. This vegan, as you say, some to many people comes across as being exceptionally restrictive. I can't do lots of things. I don't want that. Whereas I'm far more comfortable with saying I'm plant-based and I eat a lot more plants in having incorporated that into mm -hmm. my diet. And you've done a great job of doing that with Sunshine Food Co. The menu is, is, is vast uh, and the food all looks exceptionally tasty. It's colorful. It's clearly packed with nutrition. Um, Correct. Talk, talk me through how you came up with that menu and, and where it started. What was the first thing that, that, that prompted Sunfine, Sunshine Food Co. To, to be in existence? So what prompted me was the, to create um, what I call a healthy pyramid where you can have all sprouts and microgreens at the same time. So with the same creation of, of, a, of a burger. So what I do is uh, I came up with um, layering them first, sunflower, sh sunflower shoots or sunflower sprouts, but they are shoots because sprouts, you sprout them in a jar. So sunflower microgreens is my base. Okay. So I, I didn't want to have cabbage, red cabbage or lettuce on my, on my, on my menu because anyone can do it at home. I wanted, I wanted to do something that someone will actually crave for, something will, will come to me for that item. 
So my base will be sunflower shoots, lentil sprouts, and then not forgetting um, protein. You need black bean as my protein, mm -hmm. and then the patty, mm -hmm. the veggie patty, then hummus, you spread with the hummus and avocado, and then I'll crown it with alfalfa sprouts. Mm. So that's, that's your bunless veggie burger. So I call it ultimate bunless veggie burger because there's, there's everything there. There surely is. You got me salivating as you listed all of that thing there. So yeah. on the side, on the side, sorry, on the side, I give uh, dal as, as a side dish. Um, I don't like uh, chips or some people call it fries because it destroys the whole healthy concept. I, I was about because to, it's deep fried. Yeah, I was about to ask you, you've listed all of well, the majority of the ingredients and I know you said the patty. But nowhere have you listed anything to do with potatoes. Is, is that involved in the actual burger patty itself? See, potatoes, if you look at a potato, the way your body understands potato, it's sugar. The moment you take potato, your body knows, oh, I've been given sugar. Sure. So that's what it, it will deal with the potato is sugar. So, and then that's fat. Okay. To you. Okay. So what I do is I use butternut and sweet potato. So these guys, they, they, are, they are a great source of, um, of protein. So that's my main ingredient, okay. butternut and sweet potato. And then I seasoned with uh, basil, thyme, and cinnamon. Mm. So also I, I, for it, for the pet to be crunchy, I add um, lentil sprouts, sunflower seed roasted to make the pet crunchy. And then that's it. And also my patties are not deep fried. Okay. So the, like I said, you just need coconut oil. Yes. In a pan. Yep. Take it from the freezer or as fresh as it is. So hot oil. What coconut oil? Hot oil, kind of, yep. Y yes, and then you, three minutes on the other side and you flip it, three minutes the other side. You say flip it, like flip it whole or is it going to break? Am I expecting for it to break? My pet doesn't break. Your patty doesn't break? My pet doesn't break. That's... I can give anyone out there who has never uh, cooked a patty my patty doesn't break. Because that often happens with plant-based patties. As they do, they crumble. They don't, they don't stay much the same as you would then with a meat-based patty. Correct. That's incredible. Well done. Good job on that recipe development. Yeah, my patty doesn't break. And it still, it still, like, it still breaks nicely, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mess your pan. Yeah. Or it doesn't mess your, your, your flat top. You can play with it as yeah. many times as you can. It doesn't flip. And it doesn't break when you flip it. I'm very, very impressed. Oh, well, I mean, your, your smile and everything about you is just so warm and welcoming. I'm very pleased that you have found this avenue to share your passion with food with, Elisha. It's really cool. Yeah, because at the end of the day, is, um, you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. Your body, your health, your skin, your, your everything as a human being, you are made with the food that you eat. Mm. Um, if you get sick, the sickness comes from the food that you are eating. Never mind the air or the surroundings, but the food that you are eating is your health. Yeah. So now when you come to microgreens and sprouts, mm -hmm. there's free, there's no, it's free from fertilizer. It's free from pesticides. So it's harvested before it needs to be fertilized. Right. Seven days. Yeah. 
uh, I harvest sprouts uh, in six days before they need uh, fertilizing or a any chemical. So which means they're clean from pesticides. Uh, my shoots are free from fertilizer. So now what you are putting in your body is pure and clean mm. and organically grown. Mm. Mm. Which then I have to then ask, you're producing a lot of sprouts and shoots. Where are you doing this? Are you doing it all your, on your own? I do it at the moment. I do it on my own because I, I've got a problem of trust. I'm a perfectionist. Oh. So if it's not done by me, if it's not grown by me, it's not perfect. <laughs> I understand. So I think I need to grow out of that. Okay. And then, and then um, I've managed to teach my, my staff how to, to grow sprouts. For sprouts, you do them indoor. Microgreens, you do them outdoor. So there's this thing of having healthy sprouts. If you are a sprouter, you don't have a life. Well, you've just told me how long it takes and what needs what goes into it. So I can understand that. But what are you going to say thereafter? So what you need to do is uh, when you're sprouting, remember, it's a growing seed. Mm -hmm. It produces certain enzymes or certain... So those things need to be washed. So what you do is um, you wash them every morning and every evening. So for you to have a healthy sprout... You can't, you, 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 can't, you can't delay. If it's six hours, it has to be, on that sixth hour, you have to wash your sprouts. You have to be home. Mm. Leave everything that you're doing, you have to be home. <laughs> okay. So that's why I'm saying, when you, are, when you are doing sprouts, you're doing microgreens, you don't have a life. Yes. So that's why it comes on trust. Yeah, okay. I can't let someone, because they would delay and lie to me that, ah, oh, they have watered, but they have watered on the 14th hour. Mm. Now, the problem will rise when you see the sprouts not growing. I see. Because they, what the seed does when it's sprouting, it's like a pregnant woman. It needs care. It needs, it needs all that attention. So what only grows, what the environment where the sprout grows is humid. Is humid. So you mustn't allow the humid to be finished in the jar or the humid, the amount of water in the soil to, be, to, to go down. Yes. So what the seed does when it's starved of moisture, it locks. It goes what we call survival mode. So it's... It, it locks, it's now to use that, that, that moisture it has got. So it, it actually locks intake. So no matter how you water when you come back on your 16th hour, no matter how you want to wash them, they, they, they won't respond because they have locked. They are in a survival mode. So they're wondering what's happening. Yep. So it's like anything, they go in a protection mode. So many people say, oh, I've done everything that you've asked me to do. But the, the problem is, what was your practice? What did you do? So I always tell people, when you're doing sprouts, put them on your kitchen. When you do the dishes in the morning, you wash them. When you come back in the morning, you want. Don't put them away from your, your daily um, work, or, but the sink is better. So you have got an apparatus that is on an incline, but it has got to be 45 degrees. If you are on sprouts, you have to have a 45 degree tray. So when you wash them, they go on an incline, 45 degrees, so that the water can drip. So 
simply, yeah, the, 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 that's, that's the other thing about sprouts because they don't have, they're not fertilized, they don't have pesticides. So you don't expect yourself to be sick uh, because one, at one time, I, this doctor told me that you are what you eat. Yep. So which means our secrets trace it to your eating habit. Well, another reason then for us to support Sunshine Food Co. even more is that we don't have to make our sprouts ourselves at home. <laughs> you could do it for us. Elisha, thank you very much for your time. You're um, welcome. Always good to, to hear you tell your stories. And uh, may you continue to go from strength to strength. We'll, of course, include links in the show notes as to where people can find uh, Sunshine Food Co. and continue to support the deliciousness that is on your menu. The Plant Powered Show brings together top local and international chefs, celebrity cooks, mixologists, health and wellness experts, as well as plant-based food, drink and conscious living products and brands. Subscribe to the Plant Powered Show pop-up podcast and you can join me as we delve a little bit deeper into the world of plant-based and conscious living on each episode. Follow us on Instagram or on Facebook at The Plant Powered Show for the latest updates, mouth-watering recipes and engaging content. The Plant Powered Show pop-up podcast is brought to you by Latitude Apart Hotel and the City of Cape Town.